Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today. I know it's an unstoppable day. It's your coach, Mr. Unstoppable Terrence Leftridge with Accountability Club Check-In. Yes, if you're watching on club watching or listening on Clubhouse, or if you're watching or listening on one of my podcast platforms, Apple. Google, Spotify, you know it, you name it, you got it, you can listen to it. Thank you for tuning in for our podcast. Now, the Accountability Club Check-In is our platform that allows you to check in on your accountability because you are accountable for living the life that you were created to live. But I know, and I'm sure if you're honest with yourself, you know that there are many things that stop us from reaching our accountability goals. So this space is a sacred space, a, a, a safe place where you can come and get tools, tips, and strategies to help you on your accountability journey. Today we have in the room with us, we have Diamond Queen and we have Andrea Chocolate Butterfly Williams, who is on us, joining us in Clubhouse. And they're going to jump in and give their feedback about today's topic. So real quick, Diamond, why don't you just unmute yourself and say good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Terrence. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for joining the broadcast today. And Andrea Chocolate oh, Butterfly. Yes, yes, yes. Andrea Chocolate Butterfly Williams, please unmute yourself and say good morning. Good morning, everybody, everywhere, and have a great day. Thank you so much, ladies. So you guys, hopefully, whether you're where, wherever you are, you have a moment where you can grab your pen and you can grab your pad because we know that note takers are money makers. And we're not going to hold you real long. We're just going to give you something to think about as you go through the rest of your accountability journey today. Now, I want to tell you tell you a story. You know, if you're anything like me, I hate trying to work in a quiet place. Now, now, maybe hate is a strong word. Maybe dislike is a better word, but yeah, I really hate it. I find that I cannot focus when I'm in a quiet room. And I know that might be completely different from what you may think is the logical way to think about that. You, Most people think that if you're in a quiet space, you can focus and you, you have no distractions. But here's the one thing I've learned in my journey is that when I'm in a quiet place, it's almost like the voices in my head start getting louder and they start distracting me because it's too quiet. If that's you, just go ahead and raise your hand. Nobody will see you. Nobody will hear you. Uh, it's your own private testimony. But that is me. So I have to go to places like my, my, my second office is called Panera Bread or some sometimes when Panera Bread isn't open, I, I make the ultimate sacrifice and you know I may go to McDonald's or if I'm really desperate, you know, I'm going to go to Starbucks and and y'all know how I feel about Starbucks and, you know, that liquid crack <laughs> place. That's not me, but in a pinch, that's where I'll go. And it's because I can focus amidst the distractions. 
And so let's let's talk about distractions today. When when we talk about our accountability journey, there are many things in life that come in to stop us from being accountable to going in the direction we need to do, to go. That stop us from being accountable to achieving the things we need to achieve. That stop us from being accountable to becoming the best version of ourselves. Like going back to my example, I can't work in my house. And a lot of us have had to learn or had to adjust to working from home as a result of what's happened over the last couple of years with this pandemic. Working at home for me is the most distracting thing that I've ever done. I I set up an office in my house so that I could work from home. And for the most part, I, I can work, but I'm constantly looking at the TV that's in my office. Or I'm constantly squirming because I'm not used to sitting in one spot for such a long time. I'm a person that loves variety. I'm a person that loves breaking up the monotony. And to sit at a desk for six to eight hours, (laughs) you know, that's why I left my corporate job. That's why I left working for somebody else because I felt like I was literally shackled to my desk. But... To be able to get some place where the distractions aren't there is important. Because when we are distracted, it's almost like the devil is in those distractions. And what do I mean by that? All the things that you know you shouldn't be doing are the things that become top of mind when the devil is in the distractions. So take, for example, my story. When the devil comes into my distractions, I'm either watching the TV in my office, which doubles as a monitor, in case you're wondering why am I watching the TV in my office to begin with, or I'm going to the other room to watch TV because, you know, I think I might have missed something on the news in my head. Or I'm going to the kitchen to to get something to drink or or get something to eat or or I'm going into the to the bedroom because all of a sudden I think I forgot something in the bedroom that I needed. Or, you know what, I need to go to the window and see what's happening outside in the world because I'm thinking I might be missing something. All of those distractions that take me away from where I really want to go. And it's very easy for when someone to ask me, well, why can't you just sit at your desk and do what you need to do? It's very easy for me to say, the devil made me do it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So that's what I'm talking about today with the devil being in the distractions. We always look to blame somebody else for us not being able to get done what we need to do when it really is us learning how to deal with those distractions that come in our life and they take us off course. 
So be, before I go any further and, and really wrap this up in a bow, I'm going to ask anybody who's who's listening to us in the clubhouse now to just unmute, uh, hit that mute button a couple of times so I can recognize you. And I'm going to ask you to come out off mute and, and, and let me know just one example of the devil being in your distraction. Okay, I see Michelle D.I. has joined us. Michelle, come on off mute. Say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And tell us about one one instance of where the devil's been in your distractions. So good morning. Yes, this is Michelle Franklin, Miss Divine Intervention herself, uh, because I believe in uh, God's divine intervention in our lives. There are no coincidences in this world. And the fact that you are talking about this is definitely... I think a divine intervention um, and just a reminder because I had to get to a point where I realized that the devil was distracting me, trying to keep me from my purpose. I had um, a few years ago had uh, got really entangled in some depression, some anxiety and some panic attacks, and they just kind of consumed my life. And every time that I would try to get up because I started teaching about the depression and anxiety because there's such a stigma in our community, right? There's such a, there's such a huge stigma. Um, first off, you can't be black and, and have depression. Oh my God, what are you talking about? You can't be a Christian and believe and have depression. You don't believe in God. What's going on with you? And so there were so many things, you know what I mean, to unpack in there. And then there were so many, um, you know, just a lack of resources um, for us. And so I, um, I, I had to get to a point where I realized every time that I started speaking, something would happen. Something would happen that would throw me off. And for me, I feel like when the devil gets busy, he gets really, really busy when you're walking in your purpose, right? When you decide that I am going to focus on something, whatever it is, especially when you find out what your purpose is. And for me, I've been a nurse for over 20 some years, but I feel like this teaching and educating people about their healing, about, you know, getting to the next level, about being intentional in their life. I feel like this is my purpose. Utilizing my voice is why I am here. And so since I've made that decision, he has been really, really busy. I mean, stuff with just random things, what happened with my children, random things, what happened you know, with money and something that would make me feel like, oh, who are you? Nobody's going to listen to you. What are you think? All the negative self-talk would come, like all of the things. The devil got really, really busy. But I will say the more intentional that I, re- I got about my healing, the more intentional I got about my purpose, the more intentional I got about my focus, I was able to pluck his ass. I call it, I call it, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the devil sits up here on your ear. I, I call it, you know, he sits up here with that negative self-talk, you know, whispering in your ear. Just, just like, pluck, pluck his ass off your ear. <laughs> You know what I mean? Pluck it, pluck it off. Pluck it off. <laughs> yes, you pluck him out of there because he will he will definitely try to distract you. And he and he definitely utilizes your mind. You know, it, it may not even be somebody else, it may just be you. 
you know what I mean, distracted. Just as you said, Terrence, the little things that come up that you allow. And so not allowing the devil to distract you is uh, is definitely is definitely all the way up my alley. Once you get intentional about your life, he'll, he'll get busy, but understand that that's just what it is. It is a, a distraction. And once you recognize it as that, you can stay focused and you can keep it going. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Michelle, for sharing that that story and and what you do to deal with when the devil's in your distractions. Anyone else want to share a comment or a strategy that they use before we move on? And we thank you for Arlene showing up in the room. We thank you for Lena showing up in the room. Uh, again, if you are interested in coming up to speak, just go ahead and put that request and we'll bring you up so that you can speak in the clubhouse. Please be aware that if you do want to speak, however, we are recording this for our podcast show as well. So you'll be a part of the podcast. As I see, Diamond Queen is looking to share. So Diamond, come on. And unmute yourself and share us about a time where you have had the devil in your distractions. Okay, I just wanted to say um, I respect Michelle for sharing that because it was all the above of what she said. Like, <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> and you know that for a fact. Yes, right? yes, so yes. That was just confirmation, right? Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I need to keep doing what I'm doing, right? Um, but on top of that, I noticed personally for myself because since I was a young child, you know, God made me just as a child, a person that looked to do things that older older children were doing. So that was my motivation and my driving force. I never wanted to do anything my age. I wanted to be off of training wheels before other people did or ride a 10 speed before, you know, people my age where I always wanted to excel. So I find out that that same mentality, of course, has just grew up inside of me and it transferred over into my adulthood. So the same thing with me getting things done, I need to be surrounded, be involved in, um, be a part of things that are greater and um having me pull towards you know what i want to do in my purpose so i involve myself in conversations um just you know with people that are doing things of greatness because i find that it's easier for me since i haven't developed those habits of being successful or really involving myself with the type of work ethic because i don't have those things going on at that level it's easier for me to fall back into those bad habits so by me surrounding myself and getting involved in conversations being constantly reminded of you know the level it takes to achieve those type of successes and what they do and, and how their mentality is and what their day-to-day -day schedule is and what their profit was or how you know they achieve success it's a constant reminder that um, I need to stay on top of everything and I need to do things a lot differently in order for me to be able to do exactly what I, what needs to be done and um, I also sometimes I, I visualize stuff I'll, I'll print out things from a vision board i'll write down my goals i'll look at it and i'll just get hyper focused great great answer thank you for sharing your story getting hyper focused that that is a yeah. beautiful thought that's a beautiful suggestion hopefully you guys will take that in and add that into your tool bag as we move forward, uh, we we're welcome Jennifer into the clubhouse this morning. Jennifer, if you want to come up and speak, I did send you an invite, or if you just want to listen, that's fine as well. So you've heard my story, you've heard, uh, uh, you've heard M Michelle's story, and you have heard Diamond's story. So here's my story, or here's 
one suggestion that I have for you. If you've been following the Accountability Club check-in from the very beginning, you know the first thing we talked about is how you have to manage your time. We talked about the Eisenhower method and we talked about the four boxes, the do, the decide, the delegate, and the delete box. Well, now here's the advanced class. We're gonna add into the delete box a subcategory called the distraction box because it's important for us to be aware of our distractions in order to do, decide, or delegate our distractions. It's important for us to be aware of those times where we know the devil is getting busy. So here's, here's, my, here's my thought for you today. I want you to learn how to, two things today, write this down. I want you to learn how to number one, deal with the distractions. Number one, deal with the distractions. And then I want you to, number two, learn how to, watch this, divorce the distractions. Number one, deal with the distractions. Number two, divorce the distractions. Now, how do you deal with the distractions? Well, it's like I said earlier, you've gotta be aware of it. I am aware of the fact that I am a person that can't sit still. I am aware of the fact that I'm a person who loves variety. Variety is the spice of life and I want all the spices on my spice rack. So because I'm aware of that, I know how to deal with the distractions when they come along. And one way I deal with the distractions is I actually schedule time for some distractions. Now you may say, what? You schedule time for distractions. Yes, absolutely. They're struck, I call them structured distractions. Kind of like you may, how do I want to say this? So I remember when I used to, when I used to work a corporate job, I instinctively would take my breaks at a certain time, 10.30 and 2.30. Because I know at 10.30, I'm halfway to lunch. And at 2.30, I'm halfway to getting off the job. So that was my time to get up and find a distraction, to take my mind off of what I had been doing at the desk or what I had to do, uh, tasks I had to get done for the day. I set that distraction time in my schedule so that I could break up the monotony so that I could refresh and recharge if for just that brief moment so then I could go back and get back on task. You were not built to like a robot to just continue to do, 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 do once someone turned on the on switch and then when they turned off the switch, you stopped. We are not built that way as humans. So we have to learn how to put that structure even with our distractions into our schedule. So maybe distractions is something that you will decide, that second box. You'll decide when you're going to schedule time to just be distracted, to just walk away, to just, I know Lena is in the group. She Every morning she does her spiritual walk so that she can get focused on the rest of the day. Well, some people may look at that walk as a way to get distracted from the things that they know they have to do. It's that moment where in the distraction, you can find focus. In the distraction, you can find the focus. 
distraction. When you learn to deal with the distraction, you learn that distraction is all is not always a negative word. So that's number one, dealing with the distractions. So whatever you can do to deal with the distractions, first become aware when you're distracted and then think of ways to work those distractions strategically into your overall day so that you can use them as a positive as opposed to a negative. And then secondly, divorce the distractions. What do I mean by divorce the distractions? Well, some distractions just have no place in your life, just like some relationships have no place in your life. Some relationships no longer serve a purpose in your life. Maybe they did before, but now they are just a distraction. You know, have you have you ever had that relationship that you was in for a a, a a year or two years or three years and it was good for those two, three years and then all of a sudden it just went shot to, you know, that word? Yeah, visualize that in your mind. And you have no reason why it got shot to that word so fast. Well, it's because that relationship was there for a season or reason, not there for a lifetime. Some of the things that you thought were there for a lifetime, after their season is over, they become a distraction. They no longer enhance you. They distract you from where you're trying to go. And when you're on a path, especially if you're on a new path, you need no distractions to stop you so that you can build that momentum when you're going forward. And sometimes the only way you can do that is by divorcing the distraction. Think of a train ride. People who will start with you on the train ride may not be with you at the end of the destination. Sometimes they get off at the stop before your stop. Sometimes you get off and they keep going because you've gotten to your destination, but they haven't quite found theirs. Sometimes you have to break up that relationship. You have to divorce that distraction. Divorce the distraction. Sometimes you have to turn off the TV. Or in extreme cases, sometimes you have to get rid of the TV. I know some people who've been working on their their purpose, walking in their purpose, and they got rid of the TV. There are no TVs in their house so that they're not tempted with that distraction. You may have to go that deep to divorce yourself from the distractions. So those are the two things. Number one, you've got to deal with the distraction. And number two, divorce the distraction. Because when you learn how to deal with those distractions and turn them into positives and then divorce those distractions that you needed to delete from your life to begin with, nine times out of ten, when you delete and divorce those distractions, you're going to be also divorcing the devil that's in your distractions. That's my thought. I'm going to open it up to the panel, talk about the two ideals that I suggested on how you deal with the devil in your distractions. Go ahead and press that button, that microphone button energetically to let me know if you want to reply. I saw that Lenora wanted to speak, so I'm going to invite her up to the room as well. 
Jennifer, I see that you're 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 buzzing your microphone, so feel free to unmute yourself, say good morning where you're listening to us from and your comment about the devil in the distractions. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for the accountability check-in and the discussion on distraction. And, you know, I did divorce some things in this week. It um, was very fruitful. Um, people try to get my attention in certain ways and I don't allow it anymore and I've been able to shut it down by simply not responding. The old me would let it get me worked up and and I don't let the devil get my goat about these things anymore. But um, I just, um, it took me a while to get there and um, being intentional uh, to not allow these things to distract me from the purpose that I was at this particular event this week uh, and engaging in. And um, relationally, um, it was a concern for me earlier in the week. And by simply, you know, being still, so to speak, um, they came to me and we're addressing it together. And it's so fruitful and it makes me very thankful. And uh, we were all just discussing the accountability component of our relationship and uh, this week. And so um, we were discussing distraction the week before. So the Lord just had me come here this morning. Good morning, all. And thanks for sharing. And thank you, God, for bringing Jennifer here today. Thank you for sharing that. You know, it's it's important for us to 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 recognize when those things are happening and be able to divorce ourselves from those distractions so that we can move forward in the direction that he would have us to go. So thank you for sharing that with us. Lenora, you are up. Go ahead and unmute yourself. Say good morning to the clubhouse as well as to our podcast, Unstoppable Thoughts. Please remember that you are being recorded at this time. How could I forget that, Terrence? Good morning, everybody. Can you all hear me? Yes, we can. Good morning. Yes, Lenora. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. First of all, happy, blessed Saturday to everybody. Um, Terrence, you are always in my room or sitting in my chair, what can I say? Everything <laughs> that you said earlier, <laughs> everything you said earlier, I was sitting here shaking my head, um, and especially the part about the TV. Yes. Because you know I you know, I just relocated to Virginia. So I have to rely on Wi-Fi because I can't get the internet because both of my TVs are still in the storage space in Maryland. Right. So because I don't have that distraction as as I would be wanting to watch Young and the Restless and all that other craziness. Um, the other thing that you mentioned as well um, is not only did I divorce a whole lot of people, um, I divorced a whole lot of things, unnecessary things that really serve no purpose. Um, since I got with you and now with Brenda, um, you all are putting, making my life more of a cramp style. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, it's kind of like a cramp because I have been here now because now my mindset is on writing the second book. Okay. Um, so... But people don't understand this. For me to do that, I have to do the titles of each snapshot first so I can keep everything in order. Well, I've had those 14 chapters now for about a week, but then here comes Brenda. Right, <laughs> right, right. So I have to do the same thing. So it's a, it's a balance. It's a balance. Um, the blessing for me right now is 
God gave me the one prayer that I'd asked for, and that was to put me back in my home place. Um, and that helps to reduce the um, distractions because I'm like, no kids are here, no pets are here, no families running in and out. It's just me, my thoughts, and God. That's it. Um, and that's all. That's all I'm doing now. Do I get distracted? Yes. Um, I actually was going to do something that I thought was going to be a great thing, and it still is. Um, but Brenda has suggested that my book have its own website, uh, Facebook page. I said, well, it does. It's had it since 2019. Um, but I'm not technically inclined, so. I couldn't go in to change it from Broken Wings, the preview, to Broken Wings, the chat. So I decided to do a chat with the author. Since so many people got so many other ideas in mind, I know why I put off the way I did, and if it's going to be a second book and all this other craziness. Um, and I think because it was nothing, I know, because I want so badly to walk into my purpose um, and do what I promised at the end of my face, my first book, and that is to do what saith the Lord. Um, sometimes you find out that you're juggling 20 things at one time, um, and everything is a priority, but you have to decide which one is the biggest priority, which one is the most important priority. And then once you make that decision, those other 19 balls will drop and then everything else will fall into place. And I realized that when I was listening to you and the other young lady, um, that's how I was able to write Broken Wings, the first book, because I was so overwhelmed with everything that was going on in my life, a failed marriage, losing my job, losing my apartment, losing everything, I couldn't focus. And then I realized what was more important for me was to finish the book. Finish the book, you already put your story out there and put it out there and keep saving lives. And that's what I did. So that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. Because turns out, truth be told, I ain't gonna lie to you, dude. I almost forgot about you. <laughs> I came here to, to give me some breakfast and I had to look at my phone and I'm like, oh crap, it's 1030. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you, know, thank you, you know, thank you for letting me get one. Um, I only, you know, I speak my truth. Anyone has ever heard me talk about anything, no, I speak my truth. But, you know, as a more, I decided to go with the word influencer, Terrence. Okay. Because after I, looked at, after I looked that word up, for me, it's not transformational influence. And look, <laughs> and Lenora looks like the devil's trying to distract you and your Wi-Fi. Can you hear us? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, but you were getting your your Wi-Fi was getting a little messed up, so I think the devil was trying to be a part of your distraction this morning again while you were sharing that great information. <laughs> Yes, we can. So, yes, we can. Yes. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do, Lenora. 
Here's what I'm going to ask you to do in the essence of time, because we're, it's two parts to this show. This part is just for our podcast audience, so we're going to wrap up the podcast right now. But everybody in the clubhouse, you are welcome to stay for what we call the accountability after party. That's where we're going to allow you guys to talk about your accountability goals for the week how you did, where you hit the mark, and where maybe you had missed the mark. But for everybody on the Unstoppable Thoughts podcast, I want to leave you with this. Remember, the devil is in the distractions. And he's only in the distractions because you are going to the next level of your greatness. And the devil never likes to see us go forward. Never likes to see us make it. Never likes to see us achieve the things that we set out to do. And he gets busy when he knows that you are on the right path. But when you learn how to deal with these distractions, when you become aware of when you're distracted and you come up with tools, tips, and strategies to turn those distractions into positive structured distractions, you're going to be unstoppable. And then when you learn how to divorce those distractions that have no purpose in your life, have no place in your current path, you're going to be unstoppable. And when you remember to continue to hang out with the Unstoppable Thoughts podcast each and every week, we're going to help you divorce divorce those distractions, deal with the devil, move those obstacles so that you can overcome those challenges and live the life you were created to live. Because that's what we're all about here at Unstoppable Coaching Services. I've been your host, Terrence, the Unstoppable Coach Leffridge. Unstoppable Thoughts podcast can be heard on our flagship Anchor FM podcast platform, as well as Google, Apple, Spotify, and many other podcast platforms. So join us again for another episode of the Unstoppable Thoughts podcast. And you can also feel free to join us on Clubhouse with our accountability club check-in every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. But for our podcast audience, I'm about to go on over back to the Clubhouse so we can do the accountability club check-in after party. But we're Wherever you are in the world today, you know what I say. Don't just make it a great day. Learn how to get the devil out of your distractions and make it an unstoppable day.